Welcome to Deep Talk, the podcast for advanced English learners who are looking to explore something a little bit deeper. My name's Rhiannon and I'm an English teacher and coach. Each week I invite a different guest onto the show and they choose a text or video they've really loved recently. Together we talk about the ideas and we invite you to join in on social media. You'll find the link to the text we discuss in the description to this podcast, along with a link for the transcript, which will help you follow the twists and turns of our conversations. We'd always love to know what you think about a specific episode, topic, or text. So please send me a message either via Instagram at RhiannonELT or by email at info at RhiannonELT.com. You'll find the links to both of those in the description. Hello and welcome to episode 14 of Deep Talk. I'm recording this in my very chilly Edinburgh flat. The temperature has plummeted in the past week and I'm seriously considering putting the heating on even though it is still just about September. Today's conversation is with Seb and he chose to talk about procrastination and he shared with us a really funny TED talk by Tim Urban that I really recommend you check out. I've popped the link in the description. Seb is, in his own words, a major procrastinator. He has said that he should have it tattooed on his forehead. Procrastination, the chronic inability to get anything done in advance, has plagued him for his whole life. I joined this conversation as, how would I describe it, perhaps a recovering procrastinator? In the past few years, I've made changes to the way that I deal with productivity and understand productivity to find systems and mindsets which give myself a little more grace and forgiveness. Um, But even in recovery, getting shit done remains a huge challenge for me. So I was delighted slash scared when Seb suggested that we talk about it. In this episode, we talk about our experiences of ignoring deadlines until the last minute, of the fear that often lies behind procrastination, and the sadness and disappointment that can come from a life of putting off the things you really desire and want. I hope you enjoy this conversation and stick around until the end because I want to tell you all about the new Facebook community I have opened just for you. All right, on with the show. Today I'm joined by Seb. He was born in Edinburgh, but moved to the south of Spain when he was seven and has lived in the country ever since. Passionate about tech, he started a degree in computer science, but went on to train as an English teacher. You can find out more about his classes on his website, and he also has his own podcast, Life English, where he talks about interesting educational topics using English as a means, not an end. I'll pop the link to both of those in the episode description. Today, he has chosen a 2016 video from Tim Urban for TED, entitled Inside the Mind of a Master Procrastinator. Seb, first of all, welcome to Deep Talk. Thank you for having me. Could you start us off by telling us what this TED Talk is all about? Well, Tim Urban uh, gave this talk um, at the TED conference, which is based on a post of his blog, Wait But Why? in which he talks about how procrastination works, how 
um, what is the process of a procrastinator and what goes on in a procrastinator's mind. And, um, well, it, it begins with, you. generally it begins with a deadline. Then um, we start planning how we think or we expect we're going to work on something. And if we are procrastinating, we're just putting it off and delaying it and, and just... And then we get closer and closer to that deadline. We waste time. We 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 do things that mm, give us instant gratification, as he explains with his gra- instant gratification monkey. And and then suddenly, the deadline is tomorrow or next week or very close, and there's not enough time to get the work done in a healthy way. So we panic and we get stressed and we do tons of work, tons of probably mediocre work in a very short amount of time. And we get things done. Generally, procrastinators get things done. Uh, But there's also a group of, I think, a lot of people who are, are not able to even achieve that standard procrastination process. And they are delaying things indefinitely, especially things that don't have a deadline, which are, I think, many times they are maybe our biggest dreams or our biggest goals, which are to, to I don't know, to make a big change in your life, to start a new project, to when you have a problem in your life that you really need to sort out and you're just delaying it forever. And I think a, a lot of, well, as he says in the talk, I agree with him. I think a lot of us struggle with that, some more than others. It's to where where is the, the there's a fine line maybe where that becomes something unhealthy and that's leading to a great deal of unhappiness yeah i mean i think we'll talk definitely more in this in this podcast about sort of the negative side of things but i want to just begin with the lighter side um and the i really recommend that the listeners our listeners um watch this video because he has some amazing graphics to demonstrate what procrastination in the context of deadlines look like. And I could relate to them <laughs> so much. This graph he has of your planned work. You, you look ahead and you go, okay, I've got six weeks. I'll start doing a little bit and slowly kind of ramp it up over time. And how time passes, you do no work and suddenly you're left with this huge mountain to climb in the, in the last 24 hours. And that's something that I have experienced in, I think, every single aspect of my life that has deadlines in it. I remember it from university. I remember it from kind of just the the normal papers, the kind of 2,000, 3,000 word papers, all the way through to my dissertation in my final year. I I mean, I wrote my dissertation in a week, a week and a half. Um, I'd done reading before that, sure, but I hadn't actually got any words down until that final push. Um, and up until the deadline, I really wasn't sure I was going to do it. Then when I moved into teaching, lesson plans were submitted at the very last minute. Um, any assignments I had to do for my diploma, I was you know, thinking about them all week, and then I would get them done at about four o'clock in the morning, the day of the deadline. Like That has been my whole life. (laughs) And it has continued with me into self-employment where, as he says, deadlines are kind of, they're more flexible. They're set by me. So even if I have a deadline, I can move it. There's nobody else holding me to account. Um, 
am I right in understanding that that has been your experience of yes, all absolutely. deadlines as well? <laughs> absolutely. Um, I, I guess that it's it's the moment when you realize that you're going to embarrass yourself and you're or, or you're going to mm. potentially lose a client or you're just going to look bad. Then you really have to pull yourself together and and get it done. Um, but the the thing is, does anyone ever actually do uh, make do do work in in that healthy way that is expected? I mean, nobody does that. You know, we we plan, we make a plan, and I think nobody or hardly anyone um, actually is able to do that. We all procrastinate a bit, or in yeah. in one way or another. Um, and and then I think many of us we we leave things for for the last minute or we leave it until it's like okay I cannot leave this any longer. And yeah. when you're self-employed, um, yeah, you're you're your own boss, so um, it's good and bad. It has its pros and cons. Um, you're responsible for yourself. You and if you're a responsible person and diligent and you care about your work, you're going to do things well. But there are lots of bits that you would like to do that you're not doing because no one is pushing you to do them absolutely I I mean he he talks in the video about how powerful a deadline can be because the deadline triggers in his words the panic monster which is the kind of the override system in your brain that actually goes okay enough of the procrastination we're going to get to work now and being self-employed I have had to kind of construct deadlines so whether that's been like actually booking in podcast guests because once a podcast guest is booked in okay right well I've got to I've got to actually do it got to get ready got to do this podcast now um if only the recording were the end of the road (laughs) but still that kind of gets me going things like announcing things on social media I ran a project last month with another coach called Suki And it was an idea in my head, almost fully formed, really just needed to be tweaked. But I knew that if I didn't just get on stories and say, hey, guys, I have an idea for an event. Do you want me to do it? And then have told told people nobody on my stories was going to hold me to account if I didn't do it. Nobody was going to be messaging me and say, hey, three weeks ago, you mentioned you had an event on this one story and it, it hasn't appeared. And yet the the social pressure that I felt was enough of a deadline to kind of generate all the action that was, that was required. Um, but it is a case of like faking it because there's really nothing external that makes me do the work that I do. Well, I think that's, that's uh, I've heard of that, of that hack. Um, it is. And, and I've, I guess I've never been able to actually do that or I've, I've never done it properly, but what you have just said is, is a very good hack to trying to fight procrastination you're you're making a commitment to others you're you're exposing yourself you're saying hey everyone i'm going to do this for you by this day mm-hmm. and that's it like you're going to look bad if you don't and you can you, you might not care but if you do care you're going to get it done and and that's great i mean that's when we when we uh, had this conversation um last week you said okay what about this day at this time yeah, I mean, okay. that's it. We've got, <laughs> it's happening. Yeah, okay, okay. I can't procrastinate this. <laughs> I've got to actually find something to talk about. I've got to oh, make no. my notes. I've got to be ready. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh my god. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. And that that works. That really does work. If if you you're 
you have you know you're respectful to yourself and you um uh you you honor those commitments that you you make i mean i guess there are people that even break those rules but then that's 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 really going to be hard for them to if they're not if they're not showing up mm -hmm. um to the the appointments they make but that's a great way that's definitely a very good way and i, I think I, i have tried doing that and i have announced things but i haven't put a deadline i haven't set a deadline so that way i'm cheating i'm cheating okay. myself like i'm announcing this but i don't know when soon soon right and soon is just such this broad such a broad term yeah yeah i mean um, kind of goal setting 101 is have a time frame have a time exactly. frame when are you planning on getting this done by um even if even if that time frame changes just having the time frame kind of kicks you into action sometimes <laughs> sometimes sometimes just... it should it should yeah, <laughs> yeah. I do just want to kind of give a special mention to my partner because you mentioned just now, does anyone have a healthy relationship with time? They do. It is monstrous. It is disgusting. They sit down to do something and they just do it. And it blows my mind. And it has been no end of arguments in our household because they look at me stressing out before a deadline <laughs> like well you could have been working on this for the last two weeks why have you left it all to the last kind of 48 yeah. hours you've only got yourself to blame um and we just come at things from such a different perspective so she she does get things done on time oh my gosh always yeah every single time every single okay. time and it's i was gonna as I say terrifying absolutely terrifying for, yeah, from my I was perspective say, I'm they like, can't be trusted <laughs> they can't be trusted absolutely yeah, there's something there's something off with these people who get stuff done um uh I, i could i think i could say the same about um about my partner she she she's got this initiative she's got this you know she just go she says something she just does it it's like what are you talking about you've got a plan and i tell her like you've not planned any of this you're just doing this and it's like she she does things she gets things done it's like damn i just need to do the same you know, yeah just stop talking sit get around it done. thinking instead yeah. yeah um something i would like to discuss i mean none of us neither of us are kind of scientists we we're not researchers no. but what do you no. think is behind procrastination why is it that that people procrastinate um i guess there are i, I guess there are many reasons in in i guess in my case i associated a lot to insecurity um We're afraid of failure. We're afraid of leaving our comfort zone. Um, we 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 are we're afraid of other people's judgment, and and probably the truth is the majority of people don't care. They just don't care what you're going to do. They don't <laughs> care. They're not going to even watch your video or your. Yeah. They're not like the people that you think that are judging you. I mean, hopefully, lots of people do, but the people who you think and you're worried about. Um, they 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 don't care and and they're not going to judge you. But we're worried about that. We we create all the, we generate all this fear and I think fear insecurity is behind it. You can see these over overconfident people that they just don't care. They just don't care what you think. They're just mm -hmm. doing stuff all the time. And it's like wow, 
Yeah. I admire you. Yeah. I mean, I think I feel like probably everybody cares, <laughs> but there's definitely people who seem to have gotten past that seem to have gotten past that barrier of like, yeah, it's going to be horrible if this is received badly, but I'm going to do it anyway. Um, and yeah. I think that's an incredibly powerful yeah, kind of, of stage to reach. I think something else, it's not just fear of failure, especially within like the business entrepreneurial world. This is something I've heard quite a bit, which is that we think we're scared of failing, but sometimes we're scared of succeeding. So when it comes yeah. to doing something new or taking a risk or trying something that's bigger than you've ever tried it before, actually, you might be terrified of it going well. You know, within kind of the English teaching, coaching industry, I could, I don't know, have the goal of, I mean, at the moment, my podcast gets about kind of I don't know, an episode will get about 250 listens within the first week to 10 days, which is amazing. And that's so much more than it was at the beginning of the year. But I could have the goal of a thousand listens within the first week or 10,000 listens within the first week. But what would that mean for, you know, people signing up for my courses? What would that mean for people sending me messages? What would that mean? Like, actually, could I, at this current stage of business ownership, could I handle a thousand listeners? both in a practical sense, am I logistically set up for that? I don't have any employees at the moment, so I'm not. <laughs> but also, like, could I emotionally deal with potentially a thousand people a week listening and having an opinion on the things that I say? Emotionally, maybe I'm not ready for that. So actually, part of the procrastination is holding off on the success because I'm not actually sure I want the success. I think you're absolutely right there, um, and 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 this is something we can see when we when we see other people who who work um, digitally who are online. There are lots of very famous people who are not very good at handling their own success. Yeah, definitely. I think there are, and it's not just in terms. I think of the the negative side of attention. You know, people being mean, people being horrible. It's also the positive side, like receiving, and I have the tiniest, tiniest experience of this, like a drop in the ocean compared to many people, but receiving compliments en masse from complete strangers is a mind fuck. <laughs> like it's weird. It's weird to receive those compliments online. Um, and that's part of success. That's part of growing, especially when growth or success is kind of a public thing as opposed to I don't know a, a private a private version of that um yeah it's it's a very strange thing to go in for and it it makes sense that part of your brain is protecting you and saying I'm not sure you're ready that part yeah. of the brain might be wrong you might be ready but it makes sense that the brain is stepping in and saying oh let's just hold back a second yeah let's not get into that yeah mm -hmm. um yeah it must be overwhelming um I don't have the the experience of like online getting lots of praise and compliments and so on. But I do from, from, from my students and my courses where I work with lots of people, big groups, and it's, it's humbling when, and it's, you know, you feel, you feel vulnerable actually when people are complimenting you and they're telling you that they just really enjoy what you do. And 
you feel you feel that you, well you, the thing the, I think that one of the things you feel is well I've got to make sure this doesn't change right I've got to yeah. carry on and that's not I don't know where I heard some movie or some book or something it's not difficult to achieve excellence the difficult part is to maintain it yeah absolutely it's pretty pretty terrifying yeah so I guess that we shut it off yeah we try to avoid it at all costs. So we kind of alluded to it at the beginning of our discussion and the um, Tim Urban mentions it towards the end of his TED talk, but this, I think you described it in our chat beforehand as this chronic procrastination. Procrastination that isn't contained to, oh, I have a deadline and I'm avoiding it, but spreads out into other aspects of our life. Could you tell me a little bit more about what you mean by that? Well, I think it's, it's, well, the, when, once we remove deadlines and we remove the potential public embarrassment or financial loss, we all have goals and we have hopes and dreams and we, we want to do things, we want to achieve things, or we have unresolved conflicts or problems that have no specific deadline. I think there are many of us who fall into this vicious circle of postponing everything that is actually really important in our life that could actually that we know we're capable of doing that we have the ability and the potential to be doing well enough at least but we're just putting it off out of fear out of whatever perfectionism call it whatever you want we're 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 just scared we're frightened of of getting it done i don't know but then we we fall into this chronic um cir- vicious circle of not getting anything done and having goals that are years old that are haunting you because they haunt you every day because you know that you want to be doing that as as tim urban says you want to have done that in the past mm-hmm. um but you're terrified of actually sitting down and getting it done and that can lead you to an enormous amount of frustration you're disappointed with yourself. It, as as you mentioned before, um, guilt. You feel guilt, and you have yeah. to learn to forgive yourself. And that's a that's really hard. And it's something that I had heard about is learning to forgive yourself. As as you said before, we need to know it's okay. It's okay. You didn't do it. It's fine. It's yeah. only you're the only person here who's judging yourself. Just forgive yourself. Yeah. Guilt for me was probably the worst part of procrastination. And I say was because that's actually been a huge point of progress for me recently, especially moving from being an employee. And I've often, you know, talked to my friends or clients, like the job that I had, I was working as an English teacher in a language school here in Edinburgh, where we had weekly intake. So every single Monday, I met complete strangers to me and then taught them, which meant that we never had to plan more than a week in advance, because how could you? You haven't met the students yet. And, you know, obviously, we could have perhaps had like interviews with them beforehand or had them fill in forms. So there was some way of knowing, but the school didn't have that set up. 
And so I went suddenly from being somebody who on Monday maybe had to think until Friday, but could often get away with not really thinking until Friday, to suddenly someone who had to think in quarters and years and five-year plans running a business. And I had no practice in that. And one of the things that really, really helped was recognizing in myself when I was able to do work. Um, And that wasn't just procrastination. It was also things like understanding my menstrual cycle and recognizing that not all days of the week, uh, all days of the month are equally productive for me. I have since uh, self-diagnosed with ADHD, I hit a lot of the criteria. Um, That has been helpful in recognizing, okay, well, not you're not always able to sit down and do the work. And if you're not always able, why are you feeling bad about it? You just can't do it today. Like that's absolutely fine. So yesterday, for example, it was a Sunday, but I had in my mind, I have some work to do. This is a busy period. It will really help my week if I can get this done on the Sunday. I sat down for about 10 minutes and realized very quickly, today is not a work day. (laughs) This isn't working. And previously, I probably would have sat at my desk for four hours and gotten something that I could have done in half an hour done. But yesterday I said, okay, all right, well, never mind. (laughs) Get up, close the laptop, go off and do something else. It's not entirely guilt-free, but like 95% guilt-free. And I'll come back to it today with fresh eyes and get on with it. And that has been a huge, huge gift to me, gift to myself, I guess, because I've developed that skill um, in combating procrastination and the guilt associated with it. Yeah, I think that's excellent advice. Um, you, you really have to identify those moments of being productive. You're not always going to be as productive as you think you should be. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I, I think I, I told you before that sometimes, well, sometimes you actually need to take a nap. I, I told you before <laughs> that sometimes when I'm actually in, in right in front of my work and I'm going to get things done, and I start feeling sleepy and so on. But there are times when you're actually exhausted. You need to rest. You can't go on like this. You're, yeah. It's it's actually almost equally frustrating to have spent a number of hours getting almost nothing done. And you're like, what have I done? I've just done this little thing that if I was fresh, I would have done very quickly. And I've spent hours on nothing. Yeah. Um, and, and I could have been enjoying myself, which would have recharged my batteries and allowed me to be more productive tomorrow. And probably um, tomorrow I'm going to drag on this exhaustion and mental exhaustion as well not only physical and we get into these we'd really need to just say okay not today but we have these role models i think that are a, quite a negative influence um and i think of uh elon musk you know oh, famous gosh, yeah. mm-hmm. so he's like oh you know he's got these three or a million but three very successful companies he has he projects this idea that he's able to work on all three of them at the same time. He has, I don't know how many kids. Uh, he he spends time with them. It's like, that's that's rubbish. That's bullshit. There's no <laughs> way you're doing that. It's just, it's not humanly possible. I mean, maybe yeah. you are. You're probably more productive than me, for sure. <laughs> I, there's no doubt about that. But it's like, come on. I mean, we're, we're and we're following these people or we're treating them as, or, or we're, we're comparing ourselves to them. And yeah. we shouldn't be. And this is making us feel worse. It's like, oh, I could also be, you know, I don't know, the other whoever, you know, 
figure role model extremely successful person yeah the elon musk of english language teaching exactly the elon (laughs) musk of english language teaching with you know and we're like you know we're, we're not we're ignoring their background we're ignoring where they come from we're ignoring their context we're ignoring all the resources that they have and we're just you know putting on ourselves this burden of having to get to, to become like some kind of imaginary superstar. I don't know. It's, it's, we get, we fall into these traps. Absolutely. I think something, so there's a, a book I read called finding your focus and that uh, kind of advocates for business people to find the things that they are really, really good at and that feel easy Um, And when you reach a certain level of usually financial success that you're able to outsource all the stuff you aren't good at or don't like very much, then your whole day is full of the things that energize you, the parts of your job that you're not only excellent at and can do quickly and can do well, but they also make you feel great. And so you've got the energy to keep doing them. So I am sure that as difficult as Elon Musk's life is, all of the things that he's not great at, he doesn't have to do. And so he's cultivated through success. I mean, it's it's the way you should be running a business. Um, He has managed to kind of outsource all of that other stuff to, he's just delegating it, he's delegating responsibility. And when you are a very, very small business owner like us, we're not in a position yet to be delegating. Um, and that is one of my kind of shorter term goals, midterm goals, is to be able to delegate some of the tasks that take up a lot of this guilty brain space and have, you know, I really, really struggle to complete. Um, but yeah, I think, again, when it comes to these comparisons, you just, you know, we can't make that comparison. A small business owner and Elon Musk are not the same thing. <laughs> exactly we shouldn't be but we do we're, we're we're following them on social media and we're but but yes we should not be comparing ourselves at all and delegating is definitely yes delegating um that's the dream <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and, and delegate, i mean it doesn't have to be seen like delegating uh horrible things to others it's just maybe those uh other people that you're working with actually love doing what you hate so oh my gosh yeah Absolutely. I would do that with social media immediately. It's like, please Some people manage are so good my at Instagram it. account. Yeah. Yeah. Feel absolutely. free. Do whatever you want. And, and <laughs> Take it and run. That, yeah. It's like, exactly. Exactly. That reminds me of um, playing your strengths. Playing mm. your strengths. And and I mean, I don't know why I'm going to say this, but I, I, I come, uh, that, that reference comes from um, Harry Potter, The Goblet of Fire. And... Okay, and uh, I can't remember what teacher it is tells Harry oh, Potter yeah, you should really play your strengths. Flying. Yeah, exactly. Accio boomstick. Accio exactly. Yeah, and 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 that, I don't know. I and I always think about that. It's I think of that and I think of Harry Potter and it's like play your strengths. You know, you can fly a broomstick very well. You should do that, and that happens in life. You should play your strengths. Absolutely. Yeah, and to some people. Accio Firebolt would have been cheating. Like you're supposed to be using your like magical ability, not this other skill that you have. But actually, if the other skill is what it takes to get the job done, that's that's great. Yeah. All right. On that uh, on that note, Seb, I think we will finish there. Thank you so much for choosing a great topic that is very close to my heart, worryingly close to my heart, um, and for being such a great guest. Thank you, Rhiannon. Thank you for having me. 
Thanks once again to Seb for chatting to us and for being so honest about his own struggles with procrastination. I was about to say, let me know what you think in the Instagram comments or via email, and I guess you can still do that if you want, but I have a better option for you. Get yourself over to the Deep Talkers Facebook group. This is a new community, very new, this episode goes out on Friday and we opened on Wednesday evening, where you can share your thoughts on the episodes, read other people's opinions, and meet and get to know other interesting and intelligent folk. We've already got a gang of fantastic humans there, and you would be right at home. You can join at the link in the episode description. When you sign up on my website, you'll get a link to the Facebook group and the all-important password. You'll need to enter this in the box when you click to join the group. When I see you've written this correctly, I'll let you in. There is going to be a small monthly fee for being part of this group. That's simply going to allow me the time to reply to your messages and comments regularly, to post useful content for you, and to generally make the group the best possible place for you to have these conversations. For the moment though, there is no cost. I'm going to have six to eight weeks of experimentation and playing around before I start charging. So get in now, see how it works and if it's the right space for you, and we can talk about money at a later date. That's all from me today. It has been a pleasure to spend this time with you, as always. I've been Rhiannon. This has been Deep Talk. Have a wonderful day.